Hey, welcome back to the Kingsway Podcast. Welcome. We are in a momentous occasion. Yep. Downton Abbey. Just kidding. We momentous. are <laughs> We are celebrating and now reviewing the final episode of season two. I don't know if I've ever been celebrating chosen. and simultaneously so upset at a cliffhanger. I, <laughs> Why? Spoilers are coming rushing in. Yeah. The next season of The Mandalorian is going to be me hiring that bounty hunter to get Dallas Jenkins. Why did you do that to me? All this work. Do you not get to see it? Why? Hey, man, Why? I'm hoping, I'm hoping just to, you know, we're, we're finished up the season, episode eight, cliffhanger. I'm hoping that they start with at least part of it, right? Please. Start with part of the Sermon on the Mount. I mean, yeah. it really, I remember watching this episode for the first time. And there's like three moments that like just get me every single time. Yeah. And the first one is that moment when you uh, <laughs> you watch Matthew try to critique Jesus on a sermon. Yeah. He's like, you can say anything you want. I know you will anyway. But you can say anything you want. And Matthew's like, you're a little down. A little bit of a downer. A little bit of a downer, you know, Jesus. And yeah. Like coming from Matthew. I ran the numbers and this is depressing. <laughs> That's a paraphrase. And Jesus is kind of like, it? you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, I really, that makes And then when he walks through the Beatitudes with the oh, pulse, yeah, my heart is just like, Ooh. I was ready. So he, through the episode, was just looking over the hill to look at his disciples in their camp just going about their day. And it was just this caring, heartfelt look every time. Like a shepherd. So I was ready for him to just say, like, man, I just care about them so much or something. Mm -hmm. But no, then he said the Beatitudes, and it cut to all of them at these different points. And mm -hmm. I was like, no. No. <laughs> well, you can see how he formed them. He like took yeah. each of their stories and yeah. created his disciples, his flock with the Beatitudes, and then, of course, called it a map. And Matthew, of course, being the like literal person, is like, how is this a map? And like, yeah. I just love it. He's like, if you're looking for me, this is where you're going to find me. I know my mom is probably one of our most frequent viewers. Uh-huh. Carol, we um, love you. I feel like Matthew, the character as portrayed in The Chosen, would love playing apples to apples with them because mm -hmm. they're all so literal. <laughs> It'll be like the green card is round and I play hippopotamus and somebody plays circle and they pick hippopotamus and they're all like, but well, a circle's circle technically more round. round. And I'm like, doesn't matter. No, hippopotamus is funnier. Yeah, I feel like Matthew would fit in with it. Mm. Yep. Anyway, yeah, so he said the Beatitudes about everybody pre-Judas. What Dude, was that about? That's the third moment, man. When you, early on in this episode, he goes, he goes, I know that's one of the 12. And I was like trying to make you like not realize that Judas is one of the biggest players we haven't met yet because it was yeah. a huge surprise. I forgot about <laughs> that. Oh, my gosh. Well, and it's such a likable character the whole episode. Yeah. I liked you him. You feel for him. <laughs> yeah, I it's, did. It's exactly what. Um, Marvel's Infinity War and Endgame did to Thanos, yes. but like if if he hadn't done any of his villainous stuff yet, it's like oh you see the heart of this character that you know is gonna like ruin some wreck stuff. the world. Yep, but you they like make him likable and you hate it, but you love it. It's yes. tough, yeah, because like you always want to see Judas as this like unthinkably evil character. Mm -hmm for his whole time while he's with the disciples. And that's 
that's also kind of how he's painted by a few of the Gospels. They're always like, like, he's the betrayer. So, I'm pretty sure the Gospel of John is really rough on Judas. Yep. And I think one of the other three synoptic Gospels is. Um, I can't remember which one. In my ones. head, I want it to be Matthew. I think it is. I, I genuinely think it is. Because those are the two direct Gospels. That were around From Judas. the disciple, or at mm. least claiming to be from the disciple. Mark and Luke, are neither of them are disciples of Jesus, one of the mm-hmm. twelve. But they are both people. Luke was a guy who studied like as many eyewitness accounts as he could, mm-hmm. including the disciples, and made his own account. Mark is a guy we think who is like one of Peter's disciples. You see him in the book of Acts. Yep. So those are both secondhand, and yep. they treat Judas very sterile. He's there, and then he he messes up, and he did a bad thing. Yep. The, the firsthand ones are like hurt, and oh, they treat can... him the whole gospel story length as this just like, wicked to the heart person every time and, they mention his name they, they have like a little caveat of like the betrayer of yeah. jesus like judas remember that guy who sucks, sucks. <laughs> and you're just like cool man we get it we know but it's it's you don't feel that from this story because it's them before they before know what it. he's gonna absolutely. do absolutely so they're so open to him. Well, and the way that they set it and up to work. he's not a villain. No, yet. and he has like this like righteous intention, you feel it, to like make an impact on the world and like want, you know, want his name to be a part of something that's great and grand. And it's so cool that they that they in this story give him that righteous intention, start him with the story of making that deal with the other guy to buy this guy's land, not letting him know that it's really valuable and he's like, "I don't want to just make money." Yeah. You think about the gospel story, and that's how he's painted. That's how he's painted. All he wanted to do was make 30 bucks to sell out. Well, that's not true. 30 pieces of silver. I mean, it's a little bit of money, but it's not a ton of money. You know, it's it's not. I remember looking it up. It was it's something it's some sort of it's an amount of money that you're like, okay, but it's not a sustain. It's not like it's like a lifelong sustainable. Yes. This is like like thousands of dollars. Hey, you got a ten thousand dollar check. And like, you know, that's good, but it's nothing like incredible. And that's. That's like, I know it's going to develop further. That's what I'm so confused about right now. I know. It's like, how? How did he go from one to the other? And I'm sure all the disciples were the same way. And I'm sure whatever Jesus' foresight into the future was, maybe he had some of that thought. But like, uh, well, that's, I mean, there's so many good scenes in this where like the disciples are still bickering a ton. Oh, yeah. Jesus has gone a lot working on the sermon and they're preparing all this stuff and they keep not seeing him because he's staying out longer than they're awake. And then he's leaving before they're awake. And the only one that's seeing him is Simon the Zealot, who keeps yeah. being like, you guys are the only ones that have missed him. I keep up seeing him every day. <laughs> when I get up at 4 a.m. for my calisthenics <laughs> yeah. and they're all like, shut up, Simon. <laughs> but I, I also love how there's like that scene where the Ethiopian woman is kind of new to the, and yeah. she's like asking like a Do bunch of questions like and like Mary she and looks at all the guys Rena. and they're like fighting and he, she's like what about that and like thomas <laughs> is like you know at the very like broadest definition it's kind of like love she's like how is that love <laughs> like <laughs> i just i love it i love yeah. it and it, it you know he basically just says like it's a bunch of people that are trying to do what jesus wants and they don't yeah. know how to do it so they're they're trying to think of the best way and they can't yeah. agree and i thought that was so brilliant um you know, this episode is so simple. There's some fun little things about his blue sash that they kind of have yeah, like a silly yeah. discussion on. Which, like, the gospel account doesn't say he wore a blue sash. It's so funny because it's all based on pictures we have 
way after Jesus time. Yep. So it's like an artist depiction. So they threw that in the show and that's kind of funny. I thought it was it was like but, one of those like wink wink moments yeah. where you're like <laughs> <laughs> Should I be holding a lamb too? Quick, somebody take a picture. <laughs> Should I be Caucasian and glowing <laughs> and look like Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's it, so it it was fun. I I mean, here's the thing. You're right. Uh, they did all this work. We got like glimpses of pieces of the Sermon on the Mount as Matthew's working on it with Jesus. And then there's this like huge buildup, which we were like singing, cool guys don't <laughs> look at explosions <laughs> while Jesus slow walks up to the yeah. crowd. And then it just. I don't know why. I just wanted him to walk out and be like, good morning, Vietnam. And <laughs> just like, give you, like he signs some sort up of, like pyrotechnics. Yeah. Bah, bah. But that was funny because I really I didn't have anticipation when I watched this for the first time that he was going to preach at all. I really thought, oh, this is the end, like the start of everything. Because, I mean, Matthew's original guard is there. The Secret Service Roman guy that just yeah. arrested Jesus is there. Quintus got one of the invitations <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the sermon was pissed. Which, which is funny, in case you forgot, episode seven, season two, mm-hmm. Quintus arrests Jesus to talk to him and basically says, you do some stuff that I like. You do some stuff that gets in my way. If you do too much stuff that gets in my way, I'm going to have to kill you. I'm gonna I don't want to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to eat you. But it's a metaphor. He's not really going to eat him. Not communion. Um, and so uh, he he says, no big crowds, no preaching. Yep. So then he gets his invitation to Jesus' big, <laughs> big crowd, crowd preaching, preaching event. <laughs> He's like, ah. In the words of Daryl Dufoe, razzle, razzle. <laughs> Well, as a whole, this is definitely the Beatitudes and that whole idea of like how things were crafted is a really creative, fun way yeah. to kind of pull that together. I, I actually love the way that he talks about this is a sermon about a revolution. Um, but not a revolt. But not a revolt. And then it's this idea of like how they can join in to help yeah. heal the world. Yeah, I loved him talking about the salt in that way. Well, it was such a cool, a cool thing so that he broke down some of the. It just felt very like, oh, like I don't know. They do this this brilliant thing where whenever Jesus talks, I believe what he says in yeah. the show, and I'm always just like, that's how he would handle it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, give me some overall thoughts on the whole season. What did here's, you think of the season? Here's one thought about the show overall so far. Um. And this is going to sound like a diss at the beginning, and it's absolutely not. Yep. Um, I see Jesus' mom, Mary, in here a lot. And I know that they had a Catholic guy as one of the major faith consultants on here. Yeah. And that's that's not me saying, like, oh, he's just trying to throw Mary in everywhere. Yep. She isn't necessarily there. That's me saying, I'm so glad, because yep. as Protestants, so every denomination other than Catholic and then Eastern Orthodox and whatever— we we tend to act like Mary didn't exist after chapter one or two of, of each gospel account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like she just wasn't there, and uh, she was there all the way to the cross. Yeah, she was there at the cross. What was she doing in the middle? Like I, I I'm glad that she's there and that they chose to have her there. Oh, and there was such a neat. I mean, I'm a father of three. When my kids do hard things, there's a part of you that longs to see your son succeed. And I have yeah. three kids, and it was a fun moment where she's watching him get ready to go out and preach, and yeah. she's sad that Joseph isn't there. I mean, that's yeah. just, there's these cool scenes. Oof. I love that he's pointed that out, and Mary's been a part of this season, of course, a lot. Yeah. And it's definitely been a thread that hasn't been overplayed, 
but I think it's been tastefully done and it's been done in a way that I does I do think kind of pulls her into the story and recognizing that yeah she's a major player in a lot of this stuff and I mean we see that in the gospel of John where John's like you know you know this is your mom and John now Jesus this is your son it. yes yep and it's recorded in John yeah, yeah, yeah and I think there's a a huge part that Mary was along for the ride and that Jesus was taking care of her even yeah. when you know she was a widow yep and so there's there's a she big had part other now. children but yep. well and that's you know that's a whole nother but you know here's the thing you know James obviously is like one of the biggest reasons I you know if you wanted how much would it take to convince your brother that you are the son of God <laughs> a lot <laughs> that's why when the God you know James becomes kind of the head of the church but that's a whole other thing in the, in the book of Acts but in, in Jerusalem, but that's James, Jesus' brother. Yes, which is not James and John, and it's no. not little James. This is completely like didn't believe Jesus James. is who he was until yeah, <laughs> until he died and rose from the grave. So, hey, my overall feelings for the show is I believe everything that I've seen from the beginning till now is getting better. Um, I think that they are slowly making small decisions that I think are influencing the quality of the production, the quality of, of kind of the integration of creative ways to do things. I think they're showing that they don't they don't have to stay small in their storytelling. They can get larger, um, be a little bit more complex, having more threads than just one narrative at a time. Um, I yeah. just think there's there's some things that I think hopefully a budget increase only allows them to show off their creativity and to bring more depth um, and allow it to be clearer and even yeah. more, uh, I think, expressive. It's it's one of these shows that I don't think we've seen the peak of it yet. Like no. I don't think it's peaked at all. I think it's just showing that there are r- really good roots, really good foundations to something even better that can yeah. come. I feel like before I watched this entire show, I was worried because I heard about the controversy you talked about in the last chosen episode we reviewed – um, but I didn't know what it was. I just heard it was controversial and he had to release a statement. So I was like, okay, uh, so Mary Magdalene falls in love with another woman or something like yes. very, like, uh-huh. like very touchy. No, I, this show has been great. It's been amazing. And, and I also heard like, yeah, there's some episodes that aren't from scripture. And I was like, okay, this is going to be some like apocryphal stuff. Jesus heals a bird at age 12 or so. I don't yes. know. And, uh, or kills it. I don't, whatever. I'm not yeah. the expert on that. But um, this has been a great show so far, and I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean, knowing that that's chapter five of the Gospel of Matthew, yeah, and there's a long way to go, you know, in the sense of, like, what hasn't been done. He hasn't fed the 5,000. You know, Peter hasn't walked on water. Um, Although that stuff's about to happen, and hopefully we see it. and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just so many things. I want to see them throw some tables in the mm-hmm. temple, you know, like he hasn't done his triumphal entry. He hasn't yeah. prayed in the garden. I mean, there's just there's a bunch of miracles so many done. things that haven't happened yet um, that I'm just I'm stoked to, you know, the mountain of transfiguration. Like there's yeah. just so many cool things that haven't happened yet yeah. that I think are going to be important. I mean, just coming off of Kingsway and, and the Gospel of John. Uh, the raising of Lazarus is the one that I'm just kind of like, bro, if that's not at like season five or season six, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. There's just so many things that I'm like, I'm excited to see. And the fun thing is, I think if you're watching the show, I don't end up like hoping one thing or next thing is I just kind of along for the journey. I'm just yeah. kind of like whatever they choose to do. I'm excited to see it. 
And I think that's how I feel about season three and potentially yeah. just what they choose to do in the next episodes and, and I'm beyond. stoked. I saw on their website that they're like 50 or something percent funded for season three. And I really hope that they can take that 50 percent and just start going. They do. And normally that's what he said. They'll take one episode at a time. And uh, I know in last season they, you know, they had some bigger gaps between episodes because they were like 75 or 85 percent funded and they had to wait you know, till whatever, but yeah. they'll start. I know he's, he, uh, I watched a video two weeks ago of him talking about that they had signed contracts and different things and that they were ready to go for season three. Uh, and they were beginning right. production on the first couple episodes and they were trying to do more episodes to cut costs uh, um, in, in, in one, one fell swoop. Yeah. Rather than doing one at a time. So yeah, we'll see what's to come. Hey, as always, please, if you're listening in the audio versions, leave a review um, let us know how we're doing, good or bad. Helps the channel. If you're watching on YouTube, click the like button or hit the subscribe. Um, yeah. As always, you can leave comments or email us any questions or things that you uh, observed or liked or, or didn't like or had questions. And I know that uh, we have some new podcasts and fun things coming out. We're going to have some conversations with Jesse, um, our yeah. uh, children's, our, I should say, our youth director or youth coordinator. Children's ministry I think he's youth, youth children's know. and youth coordinator. He, he does something coordinated. <laughs> well, and he's in Ozark Christian College learning a lot of cool stuff, and we want to kind of try to download some of that stuff that he's been doing. Mm-hmm. I know you and him have talked about church history a little bit, yeah. and I'm excited for you guys to have that discussion and kind of conversation. Yep, I've got that in. topic mastered. <laughs> I know everything that's ever happened. And so does he. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I know that there's a couple other fun things we're going to do. I think we're going to do another hot takes and some fun oh, yeah. stuff here to come. So, And we might have some fun guests. Uh, we will. We might have Jesus on the. (laughs) That's the hope (laughs) every week. Oh, yeah. Well, as always, thanks so much for watching with us. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, review of, I should say, the chosen season two and the chosen up to up to this day now. So as soon as season three comes out, I'm sure we'll start these back up. But until then, check out our podcast every Thursday. Yeah. Hey, have a great and glorious day in the Lord. We'll see you later. See ya.